I got me, myself, and I, it's all I got to me, yeah, it's what I found out, and it ain't no need to cry, I'm talking about, I took a vow that from now on, I'm going to be my own best friend, is what she says. We don't really care about the words, it's the vibes. No, it's actually quite literally the point of the song, is the words. Happy belated, Beyonce. Happy belated birthday to the queen two days ago, was it not? Yep. Um, we could probably, I guess, have to speak up on this, like, pretty loud, because the speaker is not meant for podcasting. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess this week we're just pretty much discussing. Um, recently, I was listening to the podcast by Bo and Flex, and it was... Uh, Say your statement and go, because they were like a lot of people would just have a bunch of statements, da 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 da. But then they start talking about the difference between intelligence, creativity, and wisdom. And then there was like, what are your personal definitions between the two? Um, I don't know. I don't think about it. The only reason I thought about it is because recently we've been talking about the word intelligence a lot, and so then I heard that podcast and I was like, wow, this is pretty interesting. That's okay, creep. <laughs> We're recording a podcast. But I wanted to talk about those because I thought it was funny. I don't know. We just talking about the words. And then I was like, I never thought about creativity and then like wisdom and then intelligence. And then we start talking about the things we do based on what we're good at versus based on what we want to do and like how those things intersect and stuff like that. So just a bunch of thoughts. And I was like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, intelligence, creativity, and wisdom. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's, I guess there are three words that I like. I guess wisdom and intelligence, and even intelligence and creativity are ones that I put together, but never the three. Um, I think that lots of people want to do things like how many niggas want to do SoundCloud? How many niggas want to go to the NBA? Like y'all be grown ass 30 something year olds joining adult adult leagues. Like you're never going to be in the NBA, Mm -hmm. but this is what you like. So fine. I don't know. I guess for me, the, the point of like where it goes to being like, oh, this is indulgent to delusion is like niggas who really think that they going to make it though. Like, yeah. you're 45 and you're still peddling your mixtape. Like, let's be real. Like, odds are it's not going to happen for you, bro. There's only one, two chains. Yeah, uh, Marty Freeman. <laughs> like, these older people who got in the game. I mean, why see Marty Freeman's been in the game? Yeah. yeah I guess got he's, it's just the guy who get big in a later age. I'm thinking close to 40, he got, like, he was Marty Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I mainly say that because I was looking at the definitions of these words, and they're pretty much damn near the same. Wisdom is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, the quality of being wise. Creativity is the use of imagination or original ideas, especially in the production of artistic work. And then intelligence is the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills. And I was like, well, at least intelligence and wisdom go hand in hand, like you said. Um, but I'm like, creativity, I mean, does do you need intelligence to be creative? No, I don't think so. I think that there are a lot, like, there are a lot of, that's my thing. That's I think that's one of the reasons that it annoys me that we look to celebrities and people who have platforms to, like, speak on issues. Mm-hmm. Because I think Summer Walker is a decent musician. I think she's life dumb. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, 
I don't know, Beyonce is a great businesswoman. I think that she is very cis-heteronormative in her performance. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, it's transphobic just inherently. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm not looking to her to be my feminist icon. She is a woman that I like who calls herself a feminist, but I'm not like taking my cues from Beyonce. And it's like, because she's really like creatively and creatively intelligent, right? She Mm -hmm. has that, she's a great businesswoman. But that doesn't mean it transfers over to other things. Hell, even within the academic field, I wouldn't ask a chemist to send somebody to the moon. Mm. And I feel like, why do we be like crawling like, across? Like, yeah, like just somebody intelligence is like I think is also specific. You can be have great intelligence in a thing in a field. That doesn't mean that you are overall like a smart person. That's another reason why like the like Elon Musk mm. created electric cars. I think that nigga's dumb. Mm. I think that he's great at that niche. Mm. I think he is life dumb as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know too much about like Elon Musk, but I keep hearing his name on Twitter. And I, every time I hear it, everybody's talking shit about him. So I'm like, damn, what did he do? I didn't know he created car- electric cars. Uh, he invented Tesla. Oh, I mean, very oh. specific. In <laughs> I was invention. like, wait, that's something I did not know. Yeah. But I guess I never Googled him because I thought, why would I? If he was a white man, I was like, eh, it's not, it's not my audience. <laughs> yeah. But, um, they were talking about another thing. They were talking about the different creative brains, wisdom, creativity brain, wisdom brain, and intelligence brain. Blah, blah, blah. But on the podcast, they broke it down to being intelligence, the ability to see what is, creativity, the ability to see what could be, and critical thinking equals the ability to weigh out all possible truths. Wisdom equals the ability to reconcile life's contradictions. I was like, what are you? Um, I think for that reason that I'm wise, uh, one of, like I said, like I've said before, like empathy is like my fatal flaw and superpower. Um, my ability to see things from other people's perspectives and be like, I'm definitely a person where it's like I can understand where you're coming from and still disagree. Mm-hmm. And I think that that takes intelligence. I feel like a lot of us get caught up in our bubbles of like this person is doing the quote unquote wrong and or right thing. And for that reason, that is how you or even if they're not doing it right, it's like the idea that this is what you should be doing. If somebody is going against the thing that I believe that they should be doing without taking uh, any consideration for the reasons why that might be mm-hmm. that like because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so logical. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm logical. However, comma, I don't know how to fit. A, like I'm trying to still foot a square peg in a round hole. Mm-hmm. It's like how intelligent could that be? I've been here. It's so funny how like. I don't know, like, you know, they talked about how the if you hear it once and you noticed it, then eventually that become the only things that you're hearing type thing. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that the phrase of trying to fit a square peg in a round hole has been on consistently in a lot of podcasts I've been listening to. Oh. Like, I don't know what that is. Right. And that's like not old podcasts. It's like new podcasts. So I'm like, everybody's like coming to the realization that we need to stop trying to fit things where they don't fit. Um, I've been but, but I mean, from the definitions that they had and from the ones I read, I would say I have a cre- I think creatively think about what could be. And like you said, about your empathy being your fatal flaw and your superpower, I feel like those are also mine, like being creative about what could be, but not understanding the intelligence of what, what is mm-hmm. and needing those things to go together a lot of the times, if not always. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of times if you only, I think if you only do one out of the three ways of thought, then you always leave in some, you know, you'll be somewhere at the end versus if you just like mix the two. But I think that's a lot of work and I think it's not necessarily easy. But yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I, I, we say this all the time. I think that's one of the reasons that we work well together. I'm very much like, 
okay, so ambition is great, right? Mm -hmm. However, this is where we're at and this is how things are. Um, I'm definitely a, like, let's bring it back down to earth type bitch. Mm -hmm. But I also will say my, I don't think I lack creativity. I think I just don't give into that part of myself because it is, like I said, it's ambitious. It's naive. It is um, trusting in a way that like you're like, you're assumed, like you are thinking best case scenario, this will happen. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, uh, well, best case scenario, yeah. But however, the situation is this. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately what I usually give into. Like, well... And, like, sometimes, like, I will say that it is a safer bet. Like, I fall into less unknown obstacles mm -hmm. that way. Um, but I also think that because of it, it, um, like, you know, I'm a square peg. And I found, you typically find square holes. But I think that it is, is like, it becomes lacking when I don't know how to round my edges to fit mm. into round holes. Oh, so you said it's manual. Like, I like that. Yeah. Think of that. I have the capability to, like, maneuver and be, you know, and switch around when necessary. Yeah. Well, I think that's, like, like, yeah, I think that's, I think, yeah, when it's necessary, <laughs> I'm able to maneuver. I mean, because you are a person. Yeah. You're not a square peg. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can switch up. And I think that that's not something that is, like, easily sought, you know, seen in any way. Um, what, in what ways do you think you use your intelligence brain, creative brain, you know, wisdom? Um, Specifically creativity, since it's something that you don't use often. Do you notice when you are using it? Oh, yeah. Um, like, perfect example. Like, so also my so, definition of creativity is, like, probably looser than most people. Um, I think me being creative is ne just me thinking not necessarily, like in an unorthodox way. Not even unorthodox, because I feel like that's a big word that you might think like, oh, this bitch finna put her pinky toe on her left ear. Like, no. <laughs> like, not that crazy. Me, but just like, do that too. <laughs> but like, just, you know, thinking outside the box per se. Um, or thinking around things. That's where I'm trying to get at. Mm. Where, like, for example, one of, we, my, me and my siblings have this conversation all the time that like, Oh, Yana might be the outwardly most nice out of the three of us. However, I'm probably not the, like, I'm the outwardly most polite, but I'm not the nicest, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, I've, like, I, we were talking about this before. I was like, I've never been a fighter because my thing is, like, I can't fight a bitch and then be cool with you. Mm -hmm. I can't fight a bitch and then, like, have a relationship with you past that point. Because win, lose, or draw, I'm going to want my leg back. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to assume that you want yours, and so, like, this is not cohesive. Mm -hmm. Um, but the way that I get around that is that like, I'm not a person, like I still talk my shit to people. I'm still Elyon. I'm still my person. However, I get to do it in a different way. So I don't really like, for example, someone talking to me about their relationship and I don't actually care. Mm. I do not have to outwardly dismiss that person. Right. Mm. Because also, people who want to talk to you about their relationships generally want your approval for them. Yeah. And I'm not trying to give that. No. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, if I don't anyway, right? Yeah. And, like, my way of getting around that is that, like, okay, I know this person wants approval. So, what I will do is, like, oh, y'all making kissy faces at each other? Adorable. Mm. Oh, like, oh, we're choosing to, like, you know, work this out. That's kind of poetic. Oh, my God. But wait. Me and me will be, like. I don't know. I feel like that's encouraged. Like you said, you, they want encouragement, right? But I can't encourage something I don't want to encourage. Well, my thing is this. I'm not encouraging. I'm remarking on what you just told me. 
right? Yeah, that's true. I'm not encouraging. And it, it, it dismisses you from having the urge to further talk to me about this thing because uh-huh. I gave you what you wanted. Yeah. And that is my way. Because, like, I, 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 I feel like this is, like, a hard balance to find in friendships especially. especially. Like, create, this is what I mean by creative, right? Yeah. This is me considering this person's feelings, right? Like, you don't actually want to hear my real thoughts on this because I probably no. already gave them to you from your friend. Yeah. However, comma, you still are going through this thing and you still want to talk about it. So I have to partake in this in some way if I'm going to continue a friendship with you. Because, like, I do think friendships are contingent on give and take of, like, yeah. I have to listen to you, you have to listen to me shit. But how I choose to listen, I can get creative with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's so true, because then in that way, I'd be like, no, what is this? <laughs> See, that's, that's, and that's what ways I'll use my intelligence brain, yeah. and it's and bad timing, right? I think you do need to use your creative brain in more so friendships, interpersonal relationships, and I think you use your intelligence when it is very sterile situations. Yeah. I think that I'm the opposite of you, and that's why it comes off a lot of times, it's like, it doesn't translate well, or in the way that someone wants it to translate. Yeah. And I think that, I, I didn't, it, not until this moment that I realized, like, oh yeah, that's how you do that, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> switching those two things in life could be a lot easier for me, and like, a lot for others, and the people around, and stuff like that. So I don't know, it's like, funny to think I'm having an epiphany in this conversation, but, I mean, I just want to say, <laughs> hold on, pause, I'm going to show y'all my other creative brain i planned on having this conversation with her anyway it just filled this podcast oh really yeah oh well, look at I, I was gonna drop the same thing but you know it worked this way it happened conversation or creative yes but i like that though i like being because i think it's like you said like creative i think and creatively you should be thinking about when it's friendships when it's critiquing or anything like that i guess using intelligence brain in that moment when you're critiquing a friendship can be difficult too mm-hmm. it can be like well I, this seems very sterile and then the, and sometimes it needs to be sometimes it'd be like hey this is one two three mm-hmm. and this is the four and then one two three four is next you know what i mean versus being like hey and for you to understand this let me think about this creatively or present it creatively and i think that was a great way so whatever you have to say next i will completely understand i'd be like yes sis. now let me think about how i can use my creative brain in this yeah, um, I will say that I think, because this is the way I do it, I evaluate my feel, my personal feelings in a very sterile way, right? Yeah. Because I think that's the, I, because I know I'm a creative bitch and I'm a long-witted bitch and I can like talk, I can talk to myself for hours. Mm. Like y'all think I'm long-witted on this motherfucker, what? <laughs> I, I have no, like, I, I'm gonna keep going. I'm a, yeah. like, bitch, I love There's all these thoughts. There's nowhere to stop, you know? <laughs> like, it's me. <laughs> like everything you're saying is just so good. <laughs> Um, and so like I think about it in a sterile way because that's the other thing I think it's a good way to get my I will say this I'm very good at discussing my feelings with other people because I sterilize them first mm. I like get in order like I, I, I be telling myself I feel this because this happened like mm-hmm. I have that conversation with myself that way when I'm presenting it like because when you're presenting your feelings to somebody it is gonna get emotional they're your feelings mm-hmm. but I can present it in a way that I know that like a point B point C point and then I can get creative, though, because, like, I know what my messaging is. Mm. Like, I know what the end goal of this conversation is supposed to be. And so, like, for, like, me articulating to someone else, I can get creative. And, like, I don't think that it has to be necessary, even when it's, like, no, bitch, these are the facts, one, two, three. I don't think even in that, I think you can point out facts in a thing without, because I, I also think that, like, well, not also think, I know 
that when you present people with a you've done this to me kind of thing or like we're going through like even I've done this well there's a disagreement we're going through something I want to remark on something that's happening mm -hmm. that if you're like because I used to come with it like okay so this this like I, I came to this fight with notes mm -hmm. and it like it puts people on a feeling that they're on trial and like when your people are in the defense I don't think that they are really receptive to listening mm -hmm. they're like they're hearing you to refute what you just said mm -hmm. more so than to like oh okay let me open up to this person and it's one of those things that's really hard to do especially when you are the person who is like i, I like you see yourself as like you know the the, the victim, victim yeah. essentially in a situation that you have to come to someone and be like okay so let's talk about this in an amicable way but it's like do you care about things being changed or do you care about being right? Mm -hmm. Is like what it ultimately comes down to. Because I feel like if it's like about being right, then yeah, go for it with the facts. Yeah. <laughs> no, boom, but I, I guess it's similar how people teach. Yeah. You know what I mean? So some teachers, like some students love a good sterile teacher. <laughs> like, give me the facts and so I can walk away. I think that's, I like the presentation. Yeah. I've always liked the presentation. I love a good, passionate teacher. <laughs> I love the teacher because it made me remember it better, like you said. Yeah. I remember it more when you put some passion behind it. And that's not to be, it doesn't have to be negative passion. It doesn't have to be good passion. Just be passion, right? It can be very sterile, ne neutral amount of passion. <laughs> as long as I'm under, like, because the facts are so facts. As, as long, long as like, you feel behind it. Yeah, and as long as I'm feeling that you're feeling something, okay, cool, I want to know what you're saying. Versus somebody being like, you know, Tuesday, the sun came out. I'm going to forget that, you know, because why does it matter? Why are you rebuking on the sun or why are you remarking on the sun? Excuse me. Why are you remarking on the sun? I'm like, if you tell me the sun came out and then I got really sunny and I remember my glasses, I'm like, oh, yes. Like, there are details. Yes. Yeah. Like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Got it. Now I understand why this is happening. I, <laughs> it's so funny. They, uh, if you're ever looking to be a good liar, they have videos on the internet. They, like, always tell you that, like, if you're trying to be a convincing liar, the idea is to add random details into whatever story you're telling mm -hmm. because it's the details that sell the overall narrative. It's like, oh, this person is remembering that they had a grape soda. Like, that must have really happened. Yeah. Like, the, to be specific, but in a very, like, casual random way. way. Yeah, yeah, in a casual way. Yeah, but it's, it's funny. It was just, yeah. I think that's so interesting. I don't know why. I, was, I feel like I was going to say something, but I don't know. Oh, uh, what are, you said that, which one is the one that you think you use the least and then... Oh, the way... Basically the, answer your own question. Yeah, the one I use the least will probably be, um, let me read it again. Uh, I want to say my wisdom, the ability to, to reconcile life's contradictions. Oh, I, I don't think, disagree. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, like, even, and then I'm, like, trying to think of a way, I don't think, I think the wording of the definition is kind of tripping me up. So mm. Do you know a better way to explain that? Um, Like, to reconcile is, like, to, like, give in kind of way or be accepting of it? I think accepting. It's so, more so understanding that life has contradictions. Mm -hmm. Um, I, It's, like, nuance. Or that yeah, like, essentially, yeah. yeah. Understanding life has nuance. Yeah, that, like, this is the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, okay, so y'all don't know this, but Izzy used to be like a cop at Akira. She used to like rat on people for stealing. <laughs> and like, I had multiple conversations with her about like, bitch, like, why is that your job to be like, she's like, no, they are trying to disrespect me by doing it. And it's like, while I hear you that stealing is like an objective wrong, we have agreed that like, it's not okay to take from one another. Yeah. It's like, but Akira is okay. That individual who's stealing from you, if they go to jail, they won't be okay. Yeah. And it's like one of those things, I feel like there was a contradiction in there that you're like, like, I feel like there was a couple of things. There's capitalism making you feel like your identity is linked with Akira's for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and 
and then two that like oh no they're doing they're choosing they're making a bad choice without you realizing that you are also making, making a, a bad, bad choice. choice yeah and in conjunction with yeah. their, it could have just ended at whatever they're doing for themselves. It yeah. doesn't affect you, but then you made it affect you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, I I don't use my wisdom brain as much. I think I use it more so now, but that's considering I hadn't used it before. You know what I mean? So <laughs> anything more is like one. You know, like, like I've never been to the gym, and this is day one of so progress. <laughs> yes, essentially, and it's something that I'm having to like. It's something I think I use a lot, like, more so on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, when we discuss and stuff like that, and we drop, like, you know, the nuance of the situation. But I think it's really, it's not the most easiest thing to do in action, you know? Yeah. Um, for me, anyway. Uh, it's just being, like, I think it, it takes, I have to step back and be, like, okay, well, you know, if I'm doing some petty thing, I have to dissect why am I doing that, and how is that, and how is somebody's petty doesn't mean I have to do petty, you know, like life's contradictions, like yeah. it could have ended, you know what I mean? And it's just been, so yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you're, t- you're the lead in this podcast, oh, baby. I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you, I, that was pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> no more thoughts. Like I, I, had, I had more questions, but I hadn't written them down and oh, you I don't have, yeah, I left my notebook. I'm kind mm. of annoyed. But Do you remember what the questions like? Not at all. I wrote them all as high. Ugh, so, because yeah. I, I was like, I'm gonna write this down now because yeah. I'm high and I'm like, I'm gonna forget. And I'm like, dude, I wrote down like play like a page of just like, yeah. <laughs> I was so ready. And then like I got in here and I was like, I don't even have my notebook. Shit. Are you coloring your hair with different colors too? Oh, um, so I ran out of the blue and oh, that's I cool. Like it hair. Oh, I was hoping so. I was like, well, I think this would be a moment. A little, yeah, a little blonde in the cool. back. Most of it is blue. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I have blue braids. They will be displayed, I don't know, whenever I take a picture of them. Yeah, true. Well, I was going to say, this is like the, what, 19th and 18th podcast? We're gonna this do, is 19th. Oh, this, we're going to do live in the next one. Yeah, uh, our season finale will be live on, I guess it's a looks page, right? Yeah. So, yeah, make sure you are following I mean, we can us. go live on all of our phones. That's true. Since we have so many. That's very true. Um, Yeah, we honestly could do that. Yeah, just go live and so we can have more discussions. That's true. We have more interaction. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we will be doing that. Well, we also are going on a vacation next Next week. Next week, yeah. So So, maybe the weekend after. Or we can do it. The days before, and so we fin- we can end it off like while we're away. Well, no, because we're doing a live. I know what I'm saying do it like on a Saturday. Oh, do it. we leave on Sunday? We can uh, do it on Saturday or do it on Friday. Oh, I was gonna leave them in anticipation. Like, oh, say, you know, so just oh, yeah, right. a week hiatus and then we come back. You okay, know, and then well, we, uh, we end off in the end of the summer eventually. Yeah, I mean, almost like I think at the end of summer is September 20th or 21st. 21st. <sighs> it's been a like. This is a really short episode. How long have we been talking? I have no idea the timestamps on this, but we've been talking for not a long time at all. I mean, this could be a short podcast. I know we always try to strive for an hour, but like we got a lot to talk about. I'm gonna say yeah, like, we don't have. We to- usually talk before we go on the podcast. I think that's the issue this time. We just started the podcast, mm, yeah. And like, instead of like having thoughts, we want to. Oh, let's drop into that. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really do think. Well, how about we do this? We'll talk about the other ways. And like we started with the ones we're not good at, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the ones we're good at. And then let's end with the ones we're mediocre with. Shitty things of the week. And by that time, we probably would have capped y'all at 45 minutes. Okay. I feel like we've been a little stingy right now. Yeah, we had like 20 <laughs> minutes probably. <laughs> well, for the thing I am good at, I guess creatively, 
Like, I think I talk about it a lot of times what could be. <laughs> like, ooh, what could be is this? And I think sometimes that can be a trip up, though, when it comes to relationships. And I know creative brain is good, right? Creative brain is good when you're talking about what could be, and so you have hope within a relationship, um, regardless of, like, platonic or romantic. But at the same time, if you're constantly thinking about what could be, you really forget what is, and sometimes you can stay in a negative relationship or you can stay in a good one, but not understand that it's good already. Mm-hmm. Um, and constantly thinking about, it could be better, it could be better. Especially that's, as to the capitalism idea that it could be better, you can yeah. have more and, you know, that kind of uh, conversation. And I think, I think I'm really easy on the creative brain because I also am really connected to capitalism very in, like instinctually. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess the intelligent one is the one that said I think I'm good at, right? Or is it wisdom? Um, the contradictions, and then there's, um, the ability to see what is is intelligent one. Oh, yeah, I think I'm, uh, I'll say that one's my medium medium one. Yeah, I think wisdom is, is it intelligence is to see contradictions, or wisdom? Mm -hmm, Wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. I think that, um, the wisdom one is probably my best one, just because I will I don't know. As a person with, um, like, I'll say this, like, my steadfast morals don't kill, you know, don't assault people. Things like that are, like, steadfast and core to me. I don't think I will change on those. I mean, depending. It's like a situation. I really do. Like, I don't, I have never been, like, people will be like, oh, I understand. It's one of the things, okay, I understand people murdering someone in the heat of anger. But, like, again, I've just never been that angry. Which is, like, I will say, for this family, we're like, a, like on my mom's spot specifically as a family of hotheads. I'm happy that skipped me. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I'm like so diabolically manipulative in my brain that if I had that <laughs> anger streak, I would be a holy, <laughs> terrible, evil villain ass bitch. Um, but yeah, I don't. Re- I've never really had that in me to be like, oh, I want to like. I've absolutely wanted to maybe strike someone, but never like. Strike. I love the like a fucking baton. Strike you. So like, I've absolutely wanted to hit someone, but never like I want to like strangle this person or nothing. Like, like I, I don't feel angry see, in that I'm way. I'm never consistently angry like that to strangle. Not someone. even mo- moments momentarily angry enough to strangle you or to like That's kill. Thing, but I'm like, like to shoot a- someone, even like quick things that will oh, be yeah. over within a second. I've like. I just don't feel that way. Like, I'm just not that person. I am definitely, a, like, I am for sure a, I get mad and then I, like, I'm a, I'm a, I am a You're be mad and then be <laughs> quiet kind of person. Yes. First I'm sour and then I'm sweet. This is a sour patch. Like, really. So, like, I just, like, never necessarily had that. Um, and I think for that, like, I just, I'm a person who can experience a lot of emotions, but not necessarily get emotional. Mm. Um, unless, like, I feel like if I'm, like, holding some shit in, then, yeah, it, like, interrupts an emotion. But, like, generally speaking, I can, like, ha- hold on to emotions and, like, go about my life. Mm. And, like, I don't have to, like I said, like, I'm a person, I don't have to like you to work with you. Mm. I don't have to like you to be polite and friendly and cordial. Plenty of people like me that I do not like. Mm. Um, Actively so. But they won't know it. Because, like, my thing is, like, me not liking you is my business. Why am I making it your business that I don't don't like like you? you. Like, that's weird. I guess. Especially when it's, like. It's a per- like some like my thing is this. I'm also a person who just doesn't like people out of like fundamental things. Mm. It is something about you that I don't like. Mm. It is not my job to change you. Yeah. So like, again, why am I forcing that on you? I guess it's similar to how I was about um, 
my friend's Twitter. I unfollowed it, and I was like, well, this is, I'm not going to ask you to change your Twitter, right? That, it seems stupid to me. Like you said, if it's fundamentally things that are you, that you don't really, you, I, you there's no active reason for you to change it, other yeah. than I don't like it. And I'm not that big, like, you're not, I'm not that special for you to be like, change your whole entire being to fit what I like. Yeah, I guess I don't even think about it as like I'm not that special. It's like like I said, that's my problem. Yeah, is the way I really think about it. Cause I do think that again, special snowflakes. We like to think about it like I'm not that. Like I feel like in the being that I'm not that special is you agreeing that you're special. Mm. Um, it means me. <laughs> but like I feel like that's to everybody. Yeah. You are you, and I exist as me, and I don't have to be expect to be special to acknowledge that my existence and my wants and my dislikes of things, right? I dislike this about you or I dislike you and I just don't have to interact with you more than I have to beyond that. Mm -hmm. It's like the way I try to see it for the most, like obviously this is like easier said than done. And it's like, there are definitely people who push me further than others. There are people that I can dislike covertly and like i feel like maybe it's mutual like like you know i can dislike you uh quietly or like in the cut Mm. and then there are other people that like i kind of dislike them out loud a little bit (laughs) Um, i think i don't work i'm not working so i I don't like that many people out loud i don't like anyone out loud i dislike anyone out loud i should say like i I don't there's no people around (laughs) you know what i mean so i don't gotta deal with that right now put me at i might i might go back to work soon so maybe i will (laughs) definitely probably will find somebody that you don't like at work but yeah i think that that like the wisdom one is just my best one oh yeah that's where i was getting at that because i can live like because that is such a core part of me of being like oh i can dislike or even like somebody and still like you know work with them or i can like someone really like someone and be like we don't work well together yeah you know kind of thing but like I feel like having that fundamental understanding of that contradiction allows me to put that in the rest of my life. That like something cannot be for Eliana or be for Eliana and then be the opposite for someone else. Yeah. And like just understanding that like those contradictions exist. That two it can be both and. Mm. Yeah. Um I was wondering, I was like, why did I get so far out on this? <laughs> why not? Go far. <laughs> when we go far, we have more shit to talk about. No, but um, you're a bad one, I guess. Oh, or uh, mediocre. The media one. Oh, no, you're a good one. You said creativity. You yeah. did talk about that. Okay. Um, my mediocre one is the intelligence, and that was what? It was the ability to see what is. Oh, yeah. Um... I, I believe in never surrender. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Explain, dissect. Um, like I said, I think that like I feel like that something being what it is is like a contradiction. Like things mm. are what they are, and they are what they aren't. Mm. So I feel like for me to fully submit, like that's why it's my mediocre one. It's like I can under- accept that this is what you're saying is a fact. However, comma. There are people who disagree, and so yeah. do I. <laughs> so it can't truly be a universal fact. Yeah, and so it's like one plus one is always going to give me two, right? However, if like we if we're saying that this I like for example like the shit when they be like oh does it sound like Yanni or Laurel the sounds or like the dress is it blue and, and white or is it green and something else mm-hmm. like there is enough well we do know that you know in those situations there are actual things that happen right but mm-hmm. the reason that there's discourse is because. Two different people can see it two different ways. Yeah. And I think that... Is that six? Or is it six or is it nine thing? Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, 
it's not that I don't think that that one of these people is right. It's just I don't necessarily think the other person is, is wrong. wrong. Yeah. And I feel like for that reason that this is the one that's like iffy with me. It's like I, it's, I can take it until I can't. <laughs> it's so interesting because I don't think I have a medium one. I think the intelligence one and the creative one I think I do more often. It's in the ways they do it. Is it positive? We don't know. But it's like I think I, I the what is. I think I hold too hard on that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think I can be like, this is what is. The same thing about morals. I mean, like, holding police and people. It's been like, this is the right thing to do. And creative brain. I mean, like, this is what could be. So this is fact. You know what I mean? And, like, thinking about it that way and how those things can coexist in, at a similar level to me. Like, both how your, your love languages, you can have two at the top, two eights, those type of shit mm-hmm. like that. I think that that's for me versus, and then I have an extreme of like really bad at contradictions. <laughs> like it goes, boom, boom. I think that's very. I actually don't me, think though. that's like too far apart though, because if you're saying this, this is what is, you've decided that this is a fact, mm-hmm. and if it's a fact, it can't be contradicted. Mm. Those two things kind of go hand in hand. I mean, well, if it can't be contradicted, I'm saying like things, understanding that there are contradictions. But I'm saying that you're. If you are saying that this can't be uh, contradicted, that is your lack of awareness of contradiction. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. Just, this was, uh, this was, I don't think those things are so far apart. I don't think it's like this. Oh. I think that your belief in one... Uh, contradicts the other. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> it, enough. It's your belief in this that contradicts <laughs> that, not necessarily that you believe in both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what I was saying. The creative one, intelligence one, at the top. And then all the way in parallel, I guess, <laughs> is wisdom. Is wisdom. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those are mine. Yeah. I feel like, I, like we always say, Eliana knows niggas. And that, like, Izzy will be telling me a story. Like, no, 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 but this. And I'm like, okay. And, but, let's think about it critically. <laughs> let's think about it creatively more so, actually. Like, but you also said that this person has this personality trait. And based on that, that this is what I think will happen. And then it will happen, like, that bitch a wizard. And it's like, no. <laughs> and I'd be like, like, oh my gosh, she's so powerful. <laughs> and it's like, no, it's, it's accepting that, yeah, I, I believe people in, when, in the things that they say, but I believe them more in the things that they, they do. do. Yeah. And I think that, like, like that, is the, that is probably the most, like, cliche of contradictions. Yeah. And the people that we, we show up as and the people that we are. And I feel like if you are, and it goes back to your creativity, I think that like seeing the potential in people and people typically speak on their potential out loud too. Yeah. It is always, I'm going to do this. I'm working on this. I want to do this. That it is like, you you get into it. You're like, yes, yes. I see the vision. That's why I love an underdog, right? Because I'm like, like, I see the vision. See I'm here for me. it. Versus like. That nah, but look around. This is the room we in. That pisses me off sometimes, though, because then I'll be like, I'll be down for it, right? And then eventually my what is brain comes yeah. in, and it'd be like, but I feel like shorty. I will say this: that if you one accept that the contradiction from the beginning, and yeah. then two, like I feel like I don't think these three definitions would like unearth the reason that you so closely align with other people's visions. Yeah, <laughs> like. You're not their manager. <laughs> um, and even in, in that, like, you know, learning, that, like, I feel like that, again, that's another contradiction of, like, I can be there for you in the ways that I can, right? Or I can support you or whatever. However, com- it's like we were saying last week about stage parents. It's like, mm-hmm. you should be in it just as, as much, much as the as other they, person yeah. is in it. Yeah. And it's like, I think you'd be like, all right, you saw me making a mixtape, so I booked studio time. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> You like this? You're too far. Wait like, a minute. So, so I came up with dream of mine. I came up with a stage name. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, yeah. 
it be like that. <laughs> I really gotta be like this, and then I go like, okay, well, let me chill. <laughs> but I do think, but like I do think for that reason, I can always see you being a great parent because your kid is gonna be like, I want to be a gymnast. And you're like, okay, so Simone Biles will be here tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I done all the work. So do you, do you want? But my thing is, I'm willing to back out, right? But it, it will be like, oh shit, <laughs> like. Damn, I feel, then I feel bad because I did the most. And then I'm like, uh, wait, sorry. I, I was, I didn't realize that, you know. And then I don't want them to feel bad because I think people feel, usually feel bad because they're like, you're really into it. You did all this, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But I'm not where you at. Yeah. But it's like, well, bitch, this is your dream. You know what I mean? So I don't want them to feel bad because I'm making, I'm co-opting their dream, one. And then two, I'm going further in a way that they never wanted to go. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's all those things. Yeah. Um... It is definitely, it's, it's, well, yeah, it's one of those things that I will say, like, for me on the opposite end, that I do, like, over-empathize myself until, like, letting people walk over me mm-hmm. <laughs> and being like, oh, no, like, but I get where you're coming from, so it doesn't matter, like, somebody could slap me and I'm like, but, like, so they have, like, this trauma in their background mm-hmm. and that's the reason that led to it. And I like, like I said, I can't really be like, if you slap me, baby, we can't be cool no more, even if I do understand where you was coming from, mm-hmm. even if I deserved it, we just can't be cool. Um, but it is, I will also say that it is in my allowing other people to overstep my boundaries that I'm like, so why aren't you also understanding where I'm coming from and let me overstep yours? Mm -hmm. And it does become like, like I said, master manipulator over here. Uh, it becomes an easy tactic when you're having a conversation with someone and you could always be like, but you've been doing this and like, I see there's a pattern, like, especially start using words like pattern, (laughs) girl, like, you start like unearthing things in people and and, the, and it's like, it becomes a thing where it's like, I am consistently seeing, th- seeing things in other people without giving myself that same scrutiny. Yeah. Or at least not working on it. Yeah. Like me, like it is one thing to be say, I feel this because you've done this and like without having, without taking the time to also be like, and that person did that because I did this. Yeah. So. Uh. All the teens. All the things. Well, I think that's a great way to think about it, though. If you ask yourself, like, if you're listening to the podcast right now, ask yourself in what ways, which one do you go for? I'll read them out again. Um, it's the intelligence is, the intelligence brain is the ability to see what is. Creativity, the ability to see what could be. Creati- creative, critical thinking, excuse me. The ability to weigh out all possible truths. And then wisdom, the ability to reconcile life's contradictions. And which one do you do? Which one are you bad at? Which one are you mediocre at? And which one are you, like, actively working on? I think I, I like to say actively now instead of just, like, I'm working on it because I think it's really easy to be like, I'm working on it. Like, what are you actively doing? And I mean, like, actively, like, you can pinpoint not what you could have been doing. Again, yeah. don't use an intelligence brain, bitch. Be critical. <laughs> don't get creative. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I thought about working on it, and, like, that's actually the first step. And I thought about all the steps to do it. I just haven't made any of the steps. And I'm like, okay, so actively, what are you doing? Silence. <laughs> yeah, I think the work that I've been doing is, one, like, I feel like I've been doing this work for maybe two years now. Shout out to therapy. But, like, mm-hmm. really learning how to, like, I feel like I will say that I have made strides. Once upon a time, I was just, like, an empathetic bitch having all of these feelings to myself and never sharing them with anybody who also involves these feelings. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to a point where I can, like, oh, I'm feeling this, and I can, like, call it out, and I can have a conversation with it. And I don't even have to cry all the time now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, like, my follow-through, like, again, the, the work 
part is like holding people to the standards that I set and then also remembering that I have to then to hold myself to those standards. Like if I'm saying that these are boundaries that I have, I have to respect the fact that this person is allowed to reciprocate those boundaries with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it is okay. And like, like I, there's so many little things like, the other day, Izzy was here and a mirror fell and she was going to move my mirror. And I was like, no, don't move my mirror. You move. Mm-hmm. And like afterwards, I was like, damn, was that bad? Was I being mean? Was I doing too much? No. She was like, no. Like I had to like really have a whole conversation with myself through journaling being like, no, you are not wrong in saying that that is something that you want for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you shouldn't feel guilty about it. And like, who, like, why do you feel guilty? Is like, is, is he making you feel guilty about this? No, we had a whole rest of the day with each other and it didn't come up again. Mm-hmm. However, comma, I'm still feeling guilty because I'm like, oh, well, that means that like me thinking like, oh, but what if she's, she's accommodating me in her house in that way? Well, I, I broke something or I was messing with something and she moved it instead of asking me to move. Mm. Or like, does that mean that I now can't do that? And it's like, no, that also isn't true. Someone yeah. else's lack of boundaries or just a different set of boundaries doesn't, you know, then, but again, doesn't hard change, work. It shouldn't change yours. If that, like, that's what's important to you. Yeah. Um, and but I do think that it is like I said it is in me wanting to have access to other boundaryless people that keeps me from setting them. Yeah, that's such an interesting thing. Like, cause I think even in the scope of like when it comes to women, do I consider the better woman? Quote around that. Um, if you don't have feelings, if you don't have boundaries, if yeah. you don't, if you're just like laissez faire, yeah. that, that's a good woman right there. She let me stump over her, and it's like, well, why is that? the standard you know what i mean and i think i think that goes into a lot of like societal thoughts and the way in which you might have gotten there yeah and also the way you grew up and you know blah, 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 all, you know things after thing but um yeah you're right i mean if you if i would have moved my shit doesn't mean like i'm like cast and not move her shit now yeah like it's like no you decide what you want for yourself and i think having that full understanding that you do that, like, whatever you want, you do. Like, and as long as it's not hindering on someone else, yeah. but that hindrance can't be explained until you tell somebody that's what you want. You know what I mean? Like, and don't think for them, yeah. essentially, being like, hey, if if in the future I don't want you to move something or I just want you to just move out of the way and you can stay where you're at, if that's what I'm doing, then that's something you have to make decision for yourselves and not something that oh y'all did it so now i have to do this yeah. that doesn't even make sense i mean it makes sense but it, it, <laughs> it, it actively it does it seems like you're only doing things based on what people do around you yeah and not about what ayana does and then people do around ayana you yeah. know what i mean you're never acting in service of yourself yeah um and I, I feel like that is like something that i'm constantly working towards to do to be an agent for myself mm-hmm. i feel like i am far more often doing that for other people unnecessarily so even when people don't ask me to it's one like it's what it is easy to do because like you said i think it's one of those things that you get rewarded for Mm -hmm. and specifically as a femme person when you're acting benevolent on someone else's behalf and when you're doing it on behalf of yourself you're a bitch yeah (laughs) um and just getting more comfortable with that being like well bitch i am (laughs) it's the same question i ask people always like are you being nice are you being nice like are you being nice to yourself or are you being nice to others Mm-hmm. And I, I like I ask that question for a lot of I think I co- collect a lot of friends who are you know okay with not setting boundaries, which that needs to be dissected in itself. But that's not this podcast. You're like because I like tapping on the boundaries. But <laughs> but it's like I ask questions of being like, are you being nice or are you being nice to like being nice to yourself? Are you being nice to others? And sometimes those can you know go both in hand in hand, right? You can be nice to yourself in that you're being nice to others, but then don't be nice to others in the like the 
the effect of being nice to yourself mm -hmm. and being kind to yourself. Um, but yeah, all the teens. What about your shitty thing of the week? I actually don't have one. So see, now I didn't have one either, else. and I was just like, well, I guess mine is. I'll 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 come up with one. I guess most of mine for this week have been like um, body things for self. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you know, what am I allowed to post? You know what I mean? And I guess the shitty thing of the week is one, I think having self-vision, right, about what I feel comfortable posting mm -hmm. and then what I'm allowed to post. Those two different things, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, those two, like, what am I allowed to post and what I'm comfortable posting should not go against each other. If I'm okay with it, then why am I not allowed? Um, and then, yeah, so those are those things. So the reason I posted, like, a video of me, it wasn't, like, I, no nipple, no vagina, no butt crack showing, you know what I mean? Just, like, a naked body. Yeah. And I didn't feel uncomfortable doing that. Thank you. I feel like it's great content, too. But I didn't feel uncomfortable doing that. But then I asked my, so a friend said the other time, they was like, okay, if you're cool doing that for free, then, like, you can do that. And it made me feel bad, because I was like, wait, like, should I be charging people? You know what I mean? I'm doing this thing because I like doing this thing, right? Mm -hmm. I like... I look good, post it. Because yeah. I, I didn't, it's like videos that I wouldn't send to anybody that I'm like having sex with or whatever because I feel like they weren't, I'm like, yeah, that's not, my quality. But yeah, it's not, it's not like I'm not, it's not showing anything special, I believe. Yeah. It's like my naked body is like in itself, in itself. Like, but I'm like, not something I would send to somebody. So I'm like, okay, post on my Instagram. But then it was like, well, then I'm like, man, maybe I should like, maybe I should commodify this. But I was like, then why would I? Then I go back to the conversation about how we had the other day. Um, about uh, doing things because you enjoy them and making money off of them, but or do you do things just because you enjoy them? And you know that kind of question because yeah. I can make money or because I enjoy it. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, I enjoy it. And so I just posted three videos. So like, I posted a video of me just being cute, and I posted like a, a photo, and then I posted a selfie, <laughs> all the parts of me. <laughs> okay, so I was having a similar conversation with myself, and this can also be my shitty thing of the week too, right? Mm -hmm. So um, <clears throat> I was like. That was the day the the day we went out with our sister for her birthday, mm -hmm. and I was like taking the videos of myself and my on my phone, and I was like first so. Uh, if you're not subscribed to my OnlyFans at Oyana Monet, all one word. We'll link it in the little description. <laughs> um, but like I had like I was like making the videos and I was like, oh my god, this is so cute. And I was like, I want to post it somewhere. And I was like, I ultimately decided just to put it on my OnlyFans because I was like, well, I have made the decision to commodify my body, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was like thinking about something that our mom said about some of our cousins. It was like, oh, they give me paid slut vibes, mm -hmm. um, which. Unpack that for yourselves another day. <laughs> um, but, like, in her saying that, it, like, made me think about, like, you know, there's, like, always a stereotype. Like, if you decide to get into sex work, oh, your dad must not have been around, your parents must have failed with you, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. um, something our mom had said to me about, what was, like, last year around this? Well, last year, a couple months, a year and a half ago, where, like, I posted pictures and, like, the, the my mom's pubis was showing in the pub in the pictures, not my actual vagina, because mm -hmm. you know y'all get those confused. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, "That's your most precious gift," and I was like, "Bitch, I don't see it that way." That's right? That sounds creepy. Yeah, <laughs> but like, it had, like, so I was thinking about this this week, and I was like, "Is that something that's wrong with me that I don't think that my vagina is something special and precious that should be protected and only seen by certain people? Like, is that a flaw on my point? Like, mm -hmm. did someone do something wrong?" And I was like. No, because there are things that are special to me, right? Mm -hmm. There are pictures, videos, stuff like that that I 
I do found like not necessarily sacred, but like this is not for everyone. This is something private. This is something for like you know just me or just me and someone else or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like so it's like it's like it's essentially the thing with boundaries. My boundaries for my body look different than other people's. Like yeah. there are some people who are like, bitch, I would never post my nipples on the internet, and like perfectly fine if that's the way that you feel. Yeah. Um, but like I, to go out and villainize somebody, like you want to do that for free. Like this is it's like the, the post you put, like, y'all like, oh, you be fucking a weed man for weed. And it's like, like you be fucking a text a man bitch, for text. A bitch is texting fucking the text man for text. And it's like I feel the same way. It was like, my thing is like People, period, regardless of gender, who are like, oh, I could never. Because there are men who slut shame other men for having OnlyFans, which I think that's kind of hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Get attached to your own medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, however, comma, it's like because those are your boundaries that you set out for yourself and you've decided that you cannot can modify your body. Because that's the thing. Y'all be saying, y'all try to act like it's a point of pride that you've decided that you can't commodify your body. Mm-hmm. When, like, if you get into the reasons why, it's a lot of it is just insecurity. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's like because you're insecure doesn't mean everybody else has to furthermore even if it's not that even if, if it is sometimes you, just a patriarchal yeah like patriarchal or even if it's literally if it is you have decided OnlyFans uh, AVN all of that shit is not for me I do not want to commodify my body in that way mm-hmm. fine however comma as long as you are clocking into a 9 to 5 you have commodified your body yep you have done that and you are no different than anyone else besides the means in which we make money. Yeah. Um, and like just kind of like working through all of that because I was definitely like, damn bitch, like am I a bitch with daddy issues? Like I do have daddy issues, but like have not they, that way. like yeah, but it's like have they impact, like do I think I would be, a, if like my dad was a more involved father, do I think that I still would not feel this way? And it's like, no bitch, I've been taking naked pictures of myself since I had a phone to do it. Bro, <laughs> since it was uh, probably illegal to do it. Like that's something I was always remind myself of the same thing like you said is I've been doing this since before you know like since before just because it's been a part of one it's part of the culture of how i grew up Mm -hmm. and like you know taking pictures of yourself and just photographing yourself i grew up in the the base of the internet age like before you know we got all technical with it but i had a phone i had a camera had a kodak camera you know that kind of thing so i had all these things where and plus i like photography and I'm like, the best thing to do is take pictures of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the best way I like myself is my naked form. And that's a rare thing. So why not be happy for that? I will also say that we were talking about this because we were listening to Flo Millie. And like, she has a line that's like, I walk in the room and bitches get insecure or get low self esteem is what she says. Yes. And we were talking about it. Um, and I think that that's also, this is one of those things I have to remember is that people see you existing in the way that they like, if I were you, I wouldn't, or a bitch as me, I couldn't, yeah. right? And for that, they want to shame you and make, like, it's misery loves company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I don't feel comfortable doing these things, and I think that it is unfathomable that you could, that yeah. you could exist in this way, that you can display your body in this way, that you can post yourself and not feel bad. Like, I would do it and feel guilty. I would feel ashamed. You always hear the excuses like, oh, my family's on my page. I could never. Weird. And it's like, don't, first of all, don't we, let's not act like we all got family on our pages, but they definitely muted. <laughs> like, they're definitely blocked. Not even that, don't act like your mama ain't a hoe. That's don't act like your daddy ain't a hoe. Like, I, I what did the girl say? Like, my thing my like, what involvement did your parents have in your sex life? That's like why do that's they have so it? weird to me? And why are they looking down on you? Also, really dissect why you people in your life will look down on you if you hold into your sexuality in the way that you want it. You know what I mean? In the way in which you want to exist, and why is that a negative attribute to them? If this is a good thing for you, 
So why are people seeing things that are bad for? Why are people seeing that are things that are good for you as a bad thing? Not dissect. It goes back to like I said. I can. It was like what I said. What I was saying. Like I can dislike someone or not like something that they do, but that's my business. I don't have to bring my business mm-hmm. to you about how you're living your life. And I think that y'all really need to evaluate the people that you have in your lives that keep making their business yours. Your business. <laughs> like you in my business. <laughs> I mean, because honestly, truly. They don't fuck a pay your bill, right? Fuck a if they don't add any emotional uh, anything good, emotionally good. Because I think a lot of times they ain't paying my bills. I'm like, well, even if your parents are paying your bills, that is not an excuse for them to then project their lives onto yours. They don't get to cosplay as you and like decide decide what you do or don't get to do. And if that is what you exchange, because exchangement is the thing, transaction is the thing. So if you transactionally get certain things from your parents, from your family, from your friends, that if I don't do these things and they will give me this and that is okay to you, just because it's okay to you doesn't mean everybody has to do it in order for a bit to be okay to you. You know what I mean? I think yeah. people assume that if that if I'm doing these things and other people aren't, then that means I'm doing something wrong. Or I don't even think that they think that they are doing something wrong because I feel like people usually take the opposite view. Mm-hmm. You hear that when people are like, you're like, oh, I cut my parents off. And people are like, but you only get one. It, it's not about... It's not about, it becomes about, it, it doesn't become, oh, I feel bad because I've chosen to let my parent my parents continue to abuse me, right? Mm-hmm. It is, you should feel bad that you haven't done that. I mean, I but I like they go hand in hand. I don't know. I feel like it goes, okay, I feel like we were talking about this before, and I was like, we were talking about, um, we were talking about like our shared trauma with our parentage and how we had a point in our lives where we were like, oh no, we have great parents and everybody else has shitty parents. <laughs> and I think that like that's how most people experience abuse. Mm. Is that like this is like you, in DV situations, I know that like plenty of clients I've had like no, but my man is good to me. He I does the DV thing. Oh, like, that's for anybody who doesn't know. Oh, DV is a uh, shorthand for domestic violence. Okay. Cool, um, keep on. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, like it's it's like my partner is good to me. They take care of me. They do this because they love me. It is the affirmative um, association to the negative behaviors that I think make them like when you so like we were having this conversation where like a DV survivor would see you as a single woman and be like, but bitch, you look lonely. Yeah. At least I have. Yeah. And I think that that's where most people come from. It's like, well, I'm affirmed in some val like the relation this relationship validates me in some way versus them necessarily trying to demonize you. And Ooh. I think that it's in the validation that keeps those relationships together. Girl, maybe we, see, like I said, before, the more we talk, the more we come into subjects and shit. Okay, so, another thing. <laughs> so, going off of that, there is this girl named Christina. Well, we got shitty things of the week in the middle of the episode. <laughs> I mean, that's even better. I mean, whatever. But this is girl who I follow on Instagram, and she had made a thing on her like poll, she did a poll and she was like, are your parents abusive? Mm-hmm. And I was like looking at it, it was like, yes or no. And there was no me for confusion. And then at first I was like, oh, I'm gonna read what I what I said to her because I feel like that explains exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this really got me, got your girl thinking. At first I was like, nah, they're just abusive. Then, oh no, they asked, are your parents abusers? Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, they're just abusive. But then I was like, hmm, doesn't that then make them abusers? <laughs> like, and I was like, was just talking about really attributing words where they're meant because it's necessary to heal. You just have to really think about why I'm, a- I just have to really think about why I'm apprehensive to do it. Though, then what does that mean? 
great question, especially the wording, because like she's like, are there abusers? Because I think like I said, I was like, they're abusive, you know, yeah. they're not abusers. But I was like, no, 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 they're abusers. And then like, and then she was like, right, a lot of people have voted and responded, and folks have really poured out uh, a lot. And honestly, from the outside looking in, it looks abusive, but still selected that their parents aren't abusers. And I was like, yeah, I think admitting your parents or anyone in your life is abusive, you then have to address how you decide to throw people away and understand that you shouldn't throw people away, but do decide when to separate. Really release the binary of good and bad. Ask yourself, how would you honestly like to move forward beyond what you believe is possible, but based on what is? Thinking about the intelligence thing. And she was like, I agree. I also think in addition, we have to be patient with the processing of that. I know I need boundaries with family, but those may change as time goes on, and I grow confident in knowing I'll be okay with the boundaries. So, yeah, basically, man, like, I thought that was such a good, oh, this photo is amazing. I, I just opened up Instagram, and I see this. How cute. No, but, um, I'm going to save that to repost later. But, <laughs> yeah, so I was just thinking about that conversation about, like, do you, like, not even just any, in every situation, I mean, like, are these abusers? And then um, not not knowing that or re rechanging what you mean by abuser or like being yeah. like what does this mean then going forward um, and not being like they're abusers so then we gotta take them out. I think a lot of times like, we talked about it on the accountability episode that we did. I just mean like if we say they did a wrong then they're now they're extinguished. We cannot be longer be friends with them. I think that have that conversation with parents especially is very difficult, especially in even in my relationship to Yana and our parents and how the scene, like, I'm throwing them niggas away, right? And then I'm like, why isn't she? And understanding the contradictions. And also understanding different ways of thought can work within each other. Yeah. And, yeah. But, um, I think it's something else that I got from that is that we need to change our definitions of what abuse is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, like, you, you hear it all the time, specifically in black households, like, I'm not beating your ass every day. I'm not burning you with, like, a pitch. Like, my mom used to just say this. Like, I'm not laying you out on the stove and burning you. And I'm not, like, treating you like Penny from good times. Yeah. I'm not abusing you, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, you are. You, me having private, intimate conversations with you just for you to gaslight me with those conversations and tell other people about, like, that's abuse. Mm-hmm. You, like, telling my siblings that, like, oh, I will never be happy for them or I can't really love them and, like, daring me to say something back to you when you're, like, 30-plus and I'm a child Mm -hmm. is abusive. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to cause physical harm to someone. I think a lot of people think that, like, oh, my parents weren't black in my eyes every day, so I can't refer to them as abusive, especially, you know, as black Americans, we joke about everything. We're, we all are sharing our, like, do you got McDonald's money experiences? Yes. And it's like, that is not the thing to say to a child who no. asked you something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that is not actually funny. It's not yeah. a good, you, like, somebody dismissing you in that way was abusive. And the fact that you started to accept that that was a, a, a perfectly logical form of communication. Yeah. And that you have now internalized that, that you think it's okay to communicate with others that way. That is abuse. Yeah. That is abusing. Like, that's something that people really need to sit with. And I also, like, specifically for our family, like, anytime we have a conversation with our auntie, she, it's, it's always, well, my mom has done this, 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 this. And we're like, so bitch, stop talking to Shorty. Like, why? Like, why? Like, okay, so have you talked to her? Talked to her about it? Like, and it's like, like, no, we just accept it. <laughs> And it is, like I said, I think it is, a lot of people are like, are willing, or not willing, a lot of people have, are in situations that they don't think that they have an out. And specifically with family, it's like, we are gonna be family forever. Even if I don't communicate with this person, I'm still related to them. Mm -hmm. I still have 
like the first 18, like the first, you know, one fifth of your life, I think the average life expectancy is 80 now. So like more than that, because like from zero to like 21, like let's be like statistically speaking to 24, mm-hmm. people are living with or being sponsored by their parents. Yeah. And so like the first quarter of my life was dedicated to these people. And you want me to just cut myself off from them? Like, what does that look like? But I also think it's interesting that people will have those relationships with their family. And then when we talk about restorative justice, it's like, but I don't know, this person did yeah. whoop off the bam. And it's like, your mom has been abusing you for 18 plus yes. years. And you still feel see the value in restoring that relationship. Even if, like, I know lots of people are like, it's not even that I necessarily want to reconnect with family. I just would like for them to get better separate of me. And yeah. that's like, Literally the same, same thing about restorative justice. <laughs> yeah, that's such an interesting thing. But then you have to reconcile with the fact that your parent is an abusive, mm-hmm. and it's, you're like, and you're like, oh, what? No, no, no. But they're different. My mom's different. <laughs> but I feel like if we started to like, that's why I said this. I was like, talk, I was like, words mean things. Yeah. Words mean things. It's, if we need to put words where they belong and use them in an appro- appropriate places, and I like one of the I was listening to at Hope Disguised on Instagram. I'm sorry, it wasn't even them. My bad. I mean, her. It wasn't even her. Um, also, go shout out to her, follow her. But the person it was, it was uh, Kim at Fort Harriet. They were having a conversation. She was having a conversation on her uh, YouTube, obviously, with someone named Travell. And they were talking about... Um, oh, they were talking about how a younger trans youth are helping build legislation because around children you can't sexualize children the way that they do, you do adults like, yeah. they still do in some ways but the sexualization is different it is you can't people are very hesitant to refer to children as deviants the way that they will go to that for kids and i think that um and, she, and they were saying that in that way it's easier to have a more education-based conversation mm-hmm. around transness and i think that similar to um, using the correct language. If we're applying the correct language in, a, in like in in instances of family, in instances of friendship, that this person is abusive, this person is manipulative, this person is narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Like those are real things that a person can be and still be a whole entire right. person. Yeah, and like still have like you know positives about them. But if we start having conversations about those characteristics and people that we love, then we don't demonize them and people that we don't really care that much about. Bro, if this not the way to work, I don't know what way it is. Like, if we went into this being like, girl, I don't know. I ain't got my notes. I don't know either. I thought this was your pocket. I mean, we if look where we at. Look at that. Has, it really, that's, that was a bar. I'm, I don't even know what to say after that. That was just good. Like, I, I like that. Yeah, like, if we really do have those conversations about people that we love and like, then it's really easy to have those conversations about people we don't like. And there you add more empathy and not only empathy, but you just add more like kindness. And you just don't go to the extremes anymore. When yeah. you, I can say that this person is an abuser and you're like, okay, what kind of abuse? Yeah. And not to say that the kind of abuse quantifies the harm done, but it, but means, it, do, it does change the way the conversation is had. And also it changes the way that you go about going forward. Yeah. And how, how do we then correct this person? Yes. Cause we're not having, we're having a conversation. Correct the action, if yeah. Anything. Like correct the action, right? How do we correct this go for like the restorative part of restorative justice? How do we restore this person that they can answer back in society? Because we've identified that this is a manipulative person, right? Mm-hmm. So where do they go? How do we teach them that 
you are not allowed to enforce your will on other people. Because what we also don't talk about is that it is the casual forms of abuse, it is the casual manipulation, the casual narcissism that leads to the, the bigger. bigger forms of abuse. So somebody who thinks that it's okay to manipulate someone into like giving them their spot in line will also think it's okay to coerce someone into sex. Mm-hmm. Because that boundary has not been set for them before. It's the same way we talked about in the last podcast about consent and how consent goes to the very base of parenting. And how we really, I think we, we hold, like, even the word consent, we hold it to be sexual, sexual thing, mm-hmm. right? We talk about only sexual consent. We don't talk about emotional consent. We don't talk about interpersonal consent. Like, those things all go to the base of just, like, raising a child, you mm-hmm. know? Like you said, now when we talk about children, we don't sexualize it because you're not supposed to. <laughs> and then, so then you're able to have a very sterile and understanding conversation and just about, like, the facts. Like, like you fucking said, it all works. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't really, that, that's all I got for y'all. Yeah. I just wanted to make I mean, it a little shit, bit more that meaty. Was, <laughs> shit, that was that was good enough. I'm like, I don't know. Y'all can go away with that and into like I love that the things that we talk about don't aren't secular. You yeah. know? And like I think that's what we are trying to get at. That none of the conversations that you have are secular. None of the conversations that we have are gonna be just these one one way of doing it, one way of talking. And the more we broaden our viewpoint on the conversations that we have, and we can get to these, like, you know, go on to these tangents of there and there and there because it not being a bad thing. That these, I went there because it made sense. Mm-hmm. I went there because it made sense. I went there because I was supposed to. I went there because it was valid to go there. Yeah. Um, and I don't think people talk about that much. It's like what you're saying, that, like, all your conversations should be podcast conversations. They should be panel conversations. There's very, like I said, there's very rarely a time that I'm talking about anything, even like benign things. Like I said, going to the gas station involves me having a conversation about PLC and black relations. It makes me ha- like it allows me to have a conversation about misogyny, about catcalling, about fucking commerce and capitalism. If I really want to get into it, because I'm buying something here. Yeah. Like there are lots of conversations that can be had, and we need to take the tabooness out of conver- like having conversations with people. I think that we really are in a place. I feel like we're getting to a place where people are having these conversations, but they have to, they, we feel the need to have them formally, right? Yeah. And it's like, as long as you are having these conversations, like, on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, like, this, it, no, it, we're not, we're not going to talk about race at Christmas. But so my then. thing is, like, you don't get to practice. Yeah. It is in my conversations with Izzy outside of this podcast that I'm better practiced to have them on. It is in my conversations with, you know, other people outside in my life about things that they do. Just had a whole conversation about with well, my best friend there. She's a stud. And she is like, I mean, if y'all know studs, you already know. It's like, well, I'm not like a girly girl kind of thing. like it's very femme hate um, kind of thing. And like I can have a conversation about that. Like the conversation we were having about I was like, girl, if you just like, you know, embrace three percent more of your femininity, if you just like was willing to give us a little bit, you know, I was like, I think you could pull like a different crop of bitches and it was immediately like well I don't want to do like all like hand movements you can't see me but like immediate stereotypes and what it means to be a woman and it's like let's dissect that because you can't say those things to me meaning them about certain people and it's not also about about me me. and you and you because you're a woman right you identify as a woman so like like I have to have those conversations but me having if I cannot have that conversation with my best friend how the fuck am I supposed to have that conversation on Thanksgiving? Or at least have it effectively. Yeah. Because there's no practice there. Yeah, y'all niggas need to practice. We need to practice. We all need to practice. Practice makes perfect. Did, they not, did we not learn this? 
No, practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes consistency. Oh, even better. See, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> but because I don't think that, like, that's the, I also want to, like, I don't think you will ever get to a point where finished. these conversations, not even when you're finished, when these conversations are easy. Mm. Correcting someone, addressing someone, saying, hey, I disagree with someone is never going to be easy. You're always going to have that fight or flight feel. Now, mm-hmm. your reaction to it will change. Your, your understanding of it will, will change. Like, will change, and you will be able to react differently and accordingly. But and it understand won't be why easy. you're reacting. I like to, like, we talk about understanding your own triggers, and I think that should be just a thing universally. Mm-hmm. Like, understanding what your triggers are will is just all around helpful when in interacting with other people you're able to not necessarily go down a list and here's a list of my triggers but yeah. i start understanding in the conversation of being like hey i don't like talking about that just because this way it affects me da, da, da. you could easily leave it at i, I don't, don't like talk talking about, about that. that but if you feel comfortable with that person to then go on explaining why or even if they feel comfortable with you to hear why mm-hmm. then you can have those conversations but Knowing that, hey, I know this thing about myself is you can help any relationship. I don't care if it's just your mama. <laughs> I, 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 and this is my last thing for referral. Um, I really just can't wait for the day that we we accept that like all of us need to be working on our mental health. All of us yeah. should be in therapy. All of us should apply these lessons. I really do think people are like, well, I'm not depressed. I don't have an anxiety. I don't have schizophrenia. I don't. I don't have the perceived ill that y'all have, and so these things don't apply to me mm-hmm. um, unless they're fun, aka self care, because y'all have co opted that into being bubble baths and getting your nails done. Oh my god. Um, Self care is the hard shit too, y'all. <laughs> right. Self care is conversation. I'm gonna say self care is a lot of the hard shit, honestly. Like a lot of the things. And then you do this. The you do take the bubble bath because you just had the hard shit. Exactly. <laughs> but y'all skip to the bubble bath. Um. But yeah, we have to really accept that. Like, like I said, yes, you too. I'm talking about you too. Yeah. You like again. It goes back to. It's not even that you are not that special. You are not, not special. special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we already did our shitty thing of the week. We did not start this off with telling our names, but at this point, if you don't know our names after, what, 19 episodes and... Three seasons and 19 episodes. Come on now. Are you I'm, I'm going to say 19 because maybe they just started listening this season. We did say don't listen to season one, so, like, <laughs> I get it, you know, like, but, um, nevertheless, it's Izzy. It's Oyana. It's, it's a, a look. look.